The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of this episode is Plundo Tram. You'll figure it out. Uh, yes, again, thank you uh, for uh, downloading to and listening to this uh, this podcast. We have a lot of fun doing it for you. Everybody's here on this episode. It's a full house. Well, well full house as, you know, technology and the COVID. Uh, a lot of great things happen on this. We have a lot of news for you. And, uh, of course, if you stay toward the end, you're going to hear me and Rebecca disagree about Mulan. It, it doesn't get ugly. Uh, also, Lee reviews Bill and Ted, and Tony went and saw Tenant. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned to the end for all of that. And, of course, uh, a lot of great stuff on our Patreon. We've been making stuff. I just made a video for it, and you can see it right now. I have an outrage. I'll tell you about it. Anyway, uh, just go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast, the whole title, geekshowpodcast. And, uh, you know, if you want more, if you want extra, it's it's not it's not expensive. It's, it's tree fitty. Come on, tree fitty. And you get all this extra bonus uh, material from everybody on the show. And we appreciate it. Of course, this podcast will continue to be free uh, for your consumption. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, people. Uh, well, Dr. Volts have been with us since the beginning. Dr. Volts Comet Connection, continuing to offer mail order and curbside pickup service. If you're interested to be safe out there, also the store is open as well, and they're enforcing a mask policy. Uh, hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And, of course, Haster Games also here with us helping to uh, get this podcast out to you for free. Uh, 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City, locally owned and operated. That's very important uh, because uh, binge-watching TV shows is great, but... How much screen time can you actually take? So unplug and play a board game. Swing by Haster Games in Midvale. Best selection of board games, Magic Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, they are also doing the curbside service. So you can uh, buy it on their website, hastergames.com. And then when you pull up, give them a call and they'll bring your stuff out to you. All right, let's get to it. Brand new episode of Geek Show Podcast. Here we go. Name of the episode is Plundo Tram. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our respective basements, bedrooms, boudoirs. Oh, wait, a bedroom is a boudoir. How about a bunker? Bunker. Yeah, but a boudoir is like sexy. Yeah. Sexy bedroom versus sleepy bedroom. I've seen some pretty skanky looking boudoirs. I got a pole in mine. You know, you say skanky, (laughs) I say sexy. What, you know? You say sexy. I say it's also sexy. (laughs) Tomato, tomato, tomato. Sexy, 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 sexy. I love this opening opening with a song. I like this. (laughs) And I got a ringtone out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So now every time I call Lee, sexy, sexy, sexy. That's going to lead to an awkward conversation, I'm sure. I'll send it out, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> he got a ringtone out of it. He's Lee George Cade, everyone. Hey! That's hey! All Nothing to promote. Nothing to promote. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, watch uh, watch Lovecraft Country on the HBOs. Mm-hmm. We'll I get am. To that. 
Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, well, I, I was talking to the audience. Oh, okay. But yeah. I know you guys are watching it because you're refined people of taste. But uh, this <laughs> is a fantastic program. Oh, I read that it's a little much. I, oh, I also read that it's derivative, but fuck you. It's not. It's <laughs> Was it made by A24? It's no. Anyway, we'll we'll be we'll be doing uh, Patreon deep dive on the first three episodes, so please uh, please check that out. And a uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. You stuck with us through thick and thin. Yes. And thank all you. we really do is show you pictures of our butts. <clears throat> but it's that's worth every, every penny. Yeah. It's you worth guys every show penny. pictures of your butts? Yeah, that's why I put on pants. Yeah. Earlier. I've been gotta, disguising. Do I gotta pay to play? Do I have to pay to play, Jay? You gotta. <laughs> I've, I've been disguising up. mine as a weight loss video. So here's <laughs> here's my butt over the last 50 pounds. Enjoy. Um, but she, <laughs> she heard it was derivative. She's Rebecca Frost. <laughs> I don't have anything fun to promote. Follow Unless, you on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Trying to get back into movie reviews. BigShinnyRobot.com. Got one for mm. New Mutants, I guess. <laughs> hey, good for you. That's cool. All right. He put his pants back on because you got to pay for that. It's Jay Whitaker. Hi. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? It's good to talk to everybody. Sorry. Hi, Jay. For eating. We missed you. Are those cucumber I'm... slices? Yes. I love to chop up cucumber slices and season them in lemon pepper Ooh. and a little bit of dill weed because that's redundancy. Mm-hmm. And what we do with ours is uh, we get some of that uh, Mahamra from uh, Lizzie's Kitchen. Mahamra. <laughs> Oh, and then with the cucumber slices, nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Mm. I've got, I've got nothing to promote. I mean, I could do the pay for play or whatever. Hummus. You know, OnlyFans. Uh, no, I. Yeah, Jay. Uh, no. Jay, will you do an OnlyFans? You don't have I, to be I, naked. I, I thought of doing an. All right, honestly, honestly, if I if I can be clear with everyone here on the podcast and the show, I thought about doing an OnlyFans, and I, of course it would be clothes on, but then I decided, fuck that. Let's do no, a Pornhub. Uh, so, come on, Pornhub. <laughs> you can find me. Um, I would, if you, I would think, if you I, can find me. I would think on your OnlyFans, it, it'd all be naked hiking with Jay Whitaker. I actually was going to release those. There's, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of uh, what if you did a version of, of Full Feather hiking. Friday that's full f- naked frontal. Friday? Full frontal full Friday. Frontal. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Full frontal, full frontal feather, feather Friday. Friday. And it's just your Full Feather Friday, but you're naked. Your top's off. You could this paint your thing thing like me. whatever bird you're talking about. Jay, I'm really sorry to objectify you like this. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, I think you're on to something. I just. <laughs> oh, wait, I just got an email from my friend, BB North. She said, full fella Friday is a great idea. <laughs> Find out for full fella Friday. It's a dream. BB North has spoken, Jay. Yeah. I, oh, that woman is amazing. Um, I got really nothing to promote, uh, just follow no me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I, I know I got some virtual shows coming up. I, I've been really slow to get back on stage. They are doing shows, but I'm just, I won't say it's its not motivating me. It's just, I, I, I want to wait till things kind of calm down. But uh, just keep supporting your uh, your local artists. Please, please support your local creators. If they have a Patreon, you know, uh, donate. Um, today's a friend of mine's, uh, is Levi Rounds. We all know Levi. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a book called uh, that he did called uh, Clarence Meets a Friend. It's you can find it on Amazon. Oh, cool, didn't Nick do the art for that? Yeah, Nick Nicholas Don yeah. did the art for it. So mm-hmm. buy that book. There you go. That's what I would say. You know, support your creators and support all, right. all of us. Yeah, 
Uh, he refers to it as his thang thang. He's too tall, Tony. Hey. I, <laughs> that's I bar- what, that's I why we call him Jay. Quad T. Yeah. Actually, so no. Quad T. Thang <laughs> thang tall Tony. Too tall thang thang. <laughs> too tall thang thang, I like, yeah. Uh, Actually, no, 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 no. It, it could be... <laughs> It's too tall. Tr- it's too tall. Trill Tony. It could be too tall. Too tall. Thang thang. Trill Tony, which makes it sex Tony. Sex Tony. Yeah, like that. Yeah, All right. Check out that on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. Yep. That's it. And uh, he's he's in his uh, deep dark basement. He's Shannon yeah. Barnes and everyone. Shannon you know. looks like he's the informant that they're taping. That they're trying to keep his identity a secret. He's he should got a have voice a, modulator. He should have on. a voice modulator too. <laughs> Hi, this I, is Shannon. I didn't know what they were doing. It was dark. <laughs> and that's when the real trouble began. Are you Next there, Shannon? Behind the music. I don't know if he's even there. Shannon. He was. We can it looks see like it. he's sending out a message to the resistance. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got no sound. They can only over. stop two of us. Well, he'll they join us. They can't stop us all at once. <laughs> he'll join us eventually. Uh, oh, right. my he's here, God. And he'll, he'll figure it out. <laughs> Yo, he don't, looks... don't forget about our fearless leader, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Hey. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, live from my basement every morning. And oh, I, I love it because you look. He's like, already having a Carrie, you, yeah, Carrie, you you look like the guy that's interviewing the guy with the voice <laughs> modulator. Let me let me let me try that. Yeah. So you walked over there, and you <laughs> and you spoke to him, but you didn't yeah. do that, did you? I was, I, I, was, <laughs> I was afraid. I was afraid for my life. Well, yeah, what did see, he say to you? Well, he's, what he told he said, me was, uh, we. We really needed to uh, make the exchange, but I, I I wasn't feeling up to it at that point. Oh, at that point, he said "rubble, rubble," and then my hamburgers <laughs> were gone. All right, uh, let's get this going. Um, uh, the Batman has COVID because, well, look at his mask; it doesn't cover it's his mouth. Cover He's his the mouth. Batman. He caught the Bat virus. He did. It, it's full circle now. Uh, I get it. It's full circle. Uh, yeah, got the COVIDs. Robert Battenson test positive for COVID. Yep. Oh, so they were they had started up production of uh, the Batman once again in London, and uh, then it was like a few days later they shut it down again. Somebody caught COVID, and they were keeping it quiet and keeping it quiet, and then suddenly Hollywood Reporter found out that it was uh, it was Robert Battenson who's got Honestly, the COVID. Honestly, I think he did it on purpose so that he didn't have to go back to filming. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys! I I got yeah, sick. He- he was not in a hurry. I mean, uh, watching his Instagram, he, it's just him holed up in his apartment saying, yeah, I'll work out when we're ready to shoot. I'm not going to yeah, hurry Yeah, he anything. wasn't working out in quarantine, even though the director was like, please. And he's like, nah, and eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. Uh, all right, guys, I fixed my issue. Yay! Oh, Jesus. Fuck, can I just tell you this has been my whole fucking week, man? <laughs> like, Hey, what? how do I'm I do about- fractions? How do I do fractions? No, I no, it's just, I haven't even had students yet. Oh, oh, really? I just no. We've been meeting with kids and we're learning how to do our jobs. So uh, I just want to give a shout out to my fellow teacher friends out there, man. Yeah, this is this is some bullshit. Um, if you say hear anybody say that uh, we're lazy, 
because oh, we want to stay home and teach. Punch him in the fucking throat for me, will you? Yeah, I, I have, uh, I have shouted down a few people who have, who have said that because I know enough teachers. It's and, ten uh, times harder. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'll turn on my ring light here in a second, but I do kind of like this informing. <laughs> I was going to say, now it sounds like you're informing on yeah. uh, stuff, you know? <laughs> I was like, well, I, just, I don't want to say anything, but, you know, the, um, you know, school's all fucked up and uh, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And uh... <laughs> All right. I, uh... I thought she was 18. <laughs> uh, but uh, the Why Batman is still... Seat? Is still expected to. Yeah, that's that's the one. Let's take a seat over here. Let's talk. What's in that bag? Is that Mike's hard lemonade? Is that for me? It's a mug. Oh yeah, yeah, Chris. I bought these. She said she was eighteen. I I I bought these for you. It's um, it's a. It's wine. It's wine coolers and quaaludes. Oh, a balloon. Jesus. And a balloon. Is that a Nintendo GameCube with two controllers and Smash Brothers? Yeah. What's underneath? Tony, why don't you come on out, Tony? A, Why don't you have a seat? Is, yeah. that, a, is that a big black dildo? <laughs> oh my! Wait! Whoa! 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 Time out! Time out! Time out! Tony with the deep cut. The deep. That's a deep YouTube cut. Donald yeah! Glover. Yeah! You got it! Yeah! Oh my yep. god! Oh. That was one of the funniest YouTube videos back in the day. It's, I mean, it's still hilarious, but yeah, it's it's, oh, it's so good. It, I I don't like the title. The title's very problematic. But Don, <laughs> if you if you get bored, Donald Glover, bro, rape. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) I'm so glad someone got that. Oh my Uh, god! (laughs) All right. uh, Since uh, the world is weird, and um, oh, back. Well, I'll get to that in a moment. Back to Batman. Uh, There's more Batman stuff. There's so much DC stuff happening. These guys. Oh, and then next week is the second part of Fandom. I got that coming up. There's Uh, more Fandom. Yeah, they split it. Yep. Stand by. I'll get right to it. Coachella. Uh, Come on. Go to batmanday.com and you can see all of the stuff that uh, they're announcing. September 19th is apparently Batman Day, uh, an annual celebration of all things the Dark Knight. And uh, one of the things that's available to you is if you have Waze, you know, that uh, Waze app on your phone that gives you directions and helps yeah. you find yep. no, it. I got that. Waze are at, they're great. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can uh, have Kevin Conroy as the <clears throat> voice of Batman. Uh, and uh, Wally Wingert as the voice of the Riddler. Oh my God, that's Are you serious? awesome! For your Batman Day celebration, riddle me this. I don't even. How? When do you turn left to get to your doctor's appointment? Hmm? <laughs> I just, I just want whoever did the voice of Clock King on mine. <laughs> Tempo even... fugit, time's wasting. I don't, I don't even <laughs> use a directions app because I don't have anywhere to go right now, but I'm going to download that and turn yeah. it on just to hear Kevin of, uh, How do I get to of, my kitchen from here? Speaking of uh, Riddler, who's the Dean from Community? Oh, Jim Rash. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, Jim Rash has a Buff video Riddler. on YouTube right now of him doing uh, Anne Margaret's dance routines from 1960s sex comedies. Really? It is the funniest fucking thing in the world because I love him. For one... <laughs> He does an amazing job, but it's literally like the the really jerky Anne Margaret shit from like Bye Bye Birdie and stuff like oh, that. Really? It's like a five minute long video. I've watched it eight times. I don't know how he's doing it. Oh, he is great. the type of performer that I want to be. Like every time I watch him on Community, I want to be like him. He, well, you watch the if you watch any of the like the Paley Festival stuff where they get the cast of Community together, it's literally him telling stories. And um, 
oh god, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played Chang. Just Ken him, uh, Ken Jong. Yeah, yeah, Ken Jong, just laughing his ass off in the background. So that's any any community panel is Ken Jong laughing and Jim Rash just telling stories. So uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, I, I love him as uh, the Marquis of Queensberry in the Mike Tyson mysteries. The ghost of the Marquis of Queensberry. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he's the ghost of the Marquis of Queens Queensberry. Uh, uh, let's see. Anyway, so Batman Day also. Uh, let's see. Uh, new content will be available in the Injustice Two mobile game. Uh, DC Legends, DC Universe Online games, um, Batman content being offered via free digital comic platforms. If you go to batmanday.com, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, s- sale of ebooks, uh, all kinds of stuff happening. So go to batmanday.com to get all of your uh, stuff. We're, we're celebrating Batman Day by doing petty crimes in front of a billionaire's house and daring <laughs> them to come out and beat us up. Come on, Bezos, try it. Yeah. Hey, what do you think of this petty crime? I can take the mental illness. I think I could fight Bezos. Probably. I don't know. Well, like, who would? I I mean, who would these guys be if, like, is is Bezos like Luthor or something like that? No, no, they're the good guys. Obviously, Um, they're rich. Oh, okay. Philanthropist, playboy, billionaire. See, I Elon Musk, and everyone says Elon Musk is Iron Man. I think of him more as Stilt Man myself, but. Yeah, <laughs> Elon Musk is his own. But the nice thing about well, Musk is, at least he'll launch his first set of stilts into space for publicity. Yeah, it's true. Just that's like true. he did his Tesla Roadster. <laughs> There's a body a in that suit. There's a body in that suit. <laughs> so you, you don't think somebody, it's just a dummy? Somebody, <laughs> no. crossed, somebody crossed him. He's getting rid somebody of somebody crossed him. Somebody knew that's, too much. You know what I mean? It's right. Grimes. It's Grimes. They just it's Grimes. We haven't story. heard from Grimes in a while. <laughs> I don't even think they what were dating Grimes? when he launched that rocket. <laughs> That's a musician, Jay. Yeah, I'd okay. never heard of her until I saw that she was dating Elon Musk. She's either. great. Yeah. She's, she's great. She's, she's a really good musician with bad taste in billionaires. Yeah. Okay. They met on don't Twitter. They met no. on Twitter. I don't know. I mean, the billionaire I'm fucking is nowhere near that weird. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, know, Warren, Warren Buffett is a little weird. It's yeah, but the age difference. He's, he's frail. It's the age difference you know, that makes it weird. Yeah, you don't you don't know love until a a, a late to middle aged man climbs you like a tree. <laughs> I tried to do that get, to myself last week. It didn't work very mm. well. Tried to climb yourself like a tree. I Tony? did. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, wasn't pretty. Was, Give me that was, can you demonstrate oh. like real quick? Can you just no, demonstrate? No, I'm that, still like, healing from the last time. It made his thang thang feel funny. Um, <laughs> my dang thing hurt her. It was the only good part. <laughs> uh, DC Fandom. Here we go. Uh, yeah. It is uh, September 12th, part two. DC Fandom. Just in time for uh, Robert Pattinson to get the COVID. All Green Lantern all day, right? Uh, uh, no. I think th- I think this one's <laughs> on. more like uh, comic book based. Yeah, this one is a little bit more because uh, they did all their movies and TV stuff last time. Uh, so, uh, let's see, DC released a trailer for the uh, second iteration or half of the digital convention, DC Fandom. Explore the multiverse is the, uh-huh. is the theme. Uh, dedicated to all the stuff that uh, they missed last time. And yeah, so it's, it's mostly comic books and things like that. Uh, Fandom, over 100 hours of content, it says, from over 300 panels. And uh, other videos programming include fan focus panels. There are going to be some news announcements, allegedly. Uh, and uh, so that is uh, the 12th, and also part of this, and this is, I found interesting because I'm a radio nerd, um, they are going to be doing a Superman radio show. 
for oh. DC fandom. So they, <gasps> they found a, fun. They found a bunch of scripts from the old Superman radio show. You oh. see kids you see kids back in the day before audiobooks. Uh, <laughs> was uh, nineteen forty to nineteen fifty one. Oh, uh, the Adventures of Superman ran. I thought you were going to talk about stone tablets or something. <laughs> that that was the first Superman serial. Yeah. Uh, and it featured uh, Bud Collier as Superman. Joan Alexander of, was Lois Lane. Uh, the series is famous for its 1946 storyline, Clan of the Fiery Cross. Now, this is not the one they're going to be doing at DC Fandom. I just bring it up. But it'd be timely. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Uh, you can get a comic book version of that radio play right now. It's available. Uh, it's it's a, you go to Doctor Bolts. Well, and get you know, that. it it actually happened in the comic first. Like when Superman was first uh, published, he would go around and fight like social justice kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah oh, keep politics go. out of my 1930s comic, Shannon. Right. <laughs> the people who say that just don't like it because it reminds them, oh, I'm racist. I <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, it's just like to me that when they when they hit you with that argument, like where is that coming from? So what? What is what is okay if you keep politics out of it? How do you? How do, who does he fight? Like what? Yeah. Like exactly. what? Like is it just him just getting ice cream? What the fuck? Yeah. Like oh, what? I'm, Jay, I'm you, the people that complain about this are just upset because you know, like if they see a football game or they read a comic book or watch Star Trek, they're reminded that they're right racist and they hate it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm seriously, guys. I don't know where all this politics and comics is coming from. It's I'm really fed up with it. It's exactly. never been there before. <laughs> never. Right, ever. So this is uh this is going to be a one hour panel um, during DC Fandom, and here are the actors. It doesn't say who they're playing, uh, but uh, let me see. We've got uh, Tim Daly, Daniel Day Kim, and Wilson uh, Cruz. They will Tim, all be Superman, apparently. Uh, well, Tim Daly was the voice of Superman mm-hmm. in the animated series. Yeah, he's yeah. the original one. Uh, well, they're also gonna... a dreamboat on wings. Yes. Uh, some of the other actors, uh, Henry Winkler, Tony Shalhoub, Constance hey. Zimmer, Terry mm. Cruz, and they're going to use mm. original scripts from the radio show Serial. That's cool. great. Yeah, so that's part of the fandom. Are they going to do, does it say anything if they're going to do Foley, live Foley? I'll bet they do. That would be cool. And see, that's so, fascinating to me to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually remember there was an AM station here in Utah that would replay all those uh, radio serials when I was yeah. a kid. And yeah, I used, we used to, we used used to, to play them on our, uh, when I worked up in Ogden on our AM station, we played yeah. them all. Yeah, so and I'd like listen to that and The Shadow and... Uh, uh, the Shadow, you mean uh, Batman? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, and then um, Star Trek is doing their own fandom. And I, and I, I bring this up, you know, that's going to be a first time for them. It's September 8th on Star Trek Day. And you just go to StarTrek.com and you can see it. And they're going to do panels and all this stuff. Uh, but I, I think this is going somewhere. I Honestly, I think that this may be the future of Comic-Cons. I, I hope so. I hope so, too. And I think that because I think people were like, well, why the fuck are we paying San Diego all this money to show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but we could just do it ourselves. I don't think that we live in a time where you can be that for lack of better words, discriminatory to your audience. We're, we're connected internationally now. So by saying, well, only you 6,000 can be there, and then the journalists that manage to get in can leak out the news that we, that we spoon-feed them. Mm-hmm. If, if you were to say, no, sorry, in this day and age of social media, you can't have all this information, better to bring everybody in, because what, what's, what's Hall H, 6,000 people? Yeah. 
uh, why not get to the six million people who want to know about your your thing? Exactly. exactly. Well, Immediately. I mean, yeah. The, the, me and we've talked about this before. Me and Carrie kind of figured that out the last time we were at Comic Con. Right. Yeah. You know, like we're like you guys slept all out all, all all night to go to um, Hall oh, H. Oh, I didn't. I didn't sleep, buddy. Right. Okay. You sat, <laughs> no one you, sleeps at Comic Con. Yeah. You, you sat outside. We mm. we went and had drinks. Went to bed. And then got up and had drinks and learned the shit the same time you guys did. You know, we're like. So I will that, say this though, I miss I miss getting together with people. That's what I was oh, going to say. Too. That 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 totally takes that out of the equation, which is a lot of fun for a lot of people, as yeah. well as the the show floor where you can buy all the tchotchkes and everything no. and 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 whatnot. So that if they could find a way to merge those two, where you have the digital events but still have a location to do all the stuff together. Here, then here's it would work out well. here's why I think this is going to hurt. It's Man. not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt things like um, Fan X or like Denver Show or well, no, because those don't focus on big media. Now. Exactly, it's going to yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. It's going to fuck comic. It's going to fuck San Diego, yeah, and uh, New York. Um, and oh, and by the way, boo fucking who, San Diego, boo who. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for like the people that work at restaurants and the cab drivers Mm -hmm. and all that because they're going to get hurt. I mean, remember the conversation we had with the with the bartender that time. Well, obviously you're a flaming leftist because you know the market's (laughs) going to take care of that. Because if you if you believe in an unregulated (laughs) free market, capitalism will correct this problem the cream those rises capitalism to the top breeds innovation you know those people <laughs> chose those jobs based off of their lack of skills and their lack of drive to better themselves <laughs> and become capital venturists what losers so, yeah losers. lee lee you're you're growing hair back and it's turning orange <laughs> <laughs> good he's right i always he's wanted right, to sure be did. a clown <laughs> he uh He's, he was just channeling uh, my old. Uh, I had a boss once who uh, told. Oh, you mean you mean every boss? No, I had a, a, a boss. It was this was some years ago, and he was actually a pretty cool boss who said, "I wish one of you could be a Republican for a day." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." No, he's just mm. doing, you're just channeling that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Star Trek Day, September 9th. Uh, go to StarTrek.com. There's panels. There's all kinds of stuff. And uh, one mm. of the things they're going to talk about, and then we'll go to break is uh, Star Trek Discovery's third season. You're going to see some uh, stuff from that. Yay! You're going to see some serious shit. Well, and one of the announcements that uh, they they made this week, they have confirmed that uh, trans actor Ian Alexander uh, and newcomer Blue Del Barrio are joining Star Trek Discovery for season three. Alexander and Barrio will be playing the first explicitly transgender and non-binary characters in the Star Trek universe. Oh, Oh, boy! I can't wait to see the reaction to that. People are going to get pissed. Yeah, the, the, nice, the nice part is, I mean, I remember when uh, Jadzia Dax had the, the first same-sex kiss on oh, yeah. syndicated television mm-hmm. and people were, ah, not a master trick, not on my TV. Well, you subscribe to this shit. So mm-hmm. um, if you don't yeah. like it, then go back to your fucking cave. Uh, Alexander will be playing Gray, an unjoined Trill, who is eager to fulfill his lifelong dream of being a Trill host, but he will have to adapt to his... Uh, when his life takes an unexpected turn. Barrio will be playing uh, Adria, a young but confident person with memory loss who forms a bond with, uh, with uh, Stamets and uh, Culber. Uh, nice. in, in the interview, Barrio said being cast as uh, Adria, 
a character who chooses not to reveal her gender identity to the crew right away inspired them inspired them to come out on their own to their family as non-binary. Mm, she said wow. when I got uh, they said when they when they got the call I'd been cast as Adria. I hadn't yet told the majority of my friends and family that I was non-binary. I had only recently discovered the word and realized that described how I'd felt for a long time. I knew I wanted to tell my friends and family, so when that happened, I felt like the universe was saying, go ahead. So uh, that's, that's fascinating. And uh, again, thank, and again, this is explicitly the characters, because we know that in Star Trek that they're, what was, the, what was that one in Next Generation where there was a whole planet of... Of, of non-gendered people? Of yeah. non-gendered people, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and Riker's... Riker, Still boned down. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, he is Riker. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So uh, good for Star Trek Discovery. All right. After these messages. I don't know. I don't know about me because my shit's all fucked up. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of September. How about that? Shang-Chi returns in a brand new series written by Eisner Award-winning writer Jean Luen Yang. He is uh, American-born Chinese with art by Dyke Ruan and Philip Tan. This all-star creative team will take Marvel's greatest fighter on an epic tale of family, betrayal, and justice as they launch an exciting new chapter in The Legend of Shang-Chi. Also, Batman 3 Jokers, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok team up to tell the long-awaited story of the Joker, and what is at the heart of his eternal battle with Batman. After years of anticipation, starting in 2016's DC Universe Rebirth 1, the epic miniseries you've been waiting for is here. Find out why there are three Jokers and what that means for the Dark Knight and the Clown Prince of Crime. It's a mystery unlike any that Batman has ever faced. At Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, they are committed to providing you a clean, safe, and fun environment. And to that end, they are continuing to offer mail order and curbside pickup service to make sure you're safe out there. Contact uh, Dave at Dr. Volt's to find out what the deal is. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we are back. Okay. Uh, yeah, we back up see. in this. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, don't forget uh, patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. Uh, by the time you hear this, there should be a, a new video from me. And it's not safe for work because of bad language. And uh, <laughs> it's a bit of my outrage. But stay till the end. Because you might learn something. <laughs> hey, what are you outraged about? Are you, is, that, not, is that a spoiler? Yeah. You got to go to Patreon. Okay. Got to pay to play. Yep. Pay to play. Uh, Just like right. getting a picture of your butthole, Shannon. You got to pay for it. Got to pay Three, for that. What? Two ninety nine, right? Two ninety nine. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. For just the cost of one cup of coffee, <laughs> you That's can small. support these poor geeky motherfuckers. <laughs> 
Oh, I should put some Sarah McLaughlin music behind that. No, I don't need to. And I, and I could just speak. We, or we should do it, and we could put me in a cage. <laughs> and I could look all. Look at, what you, you could look all normal. <laughs> oh shit! You know, it's funny because I kind of remember going to this this to this sex party where Shannon was in a cage, and we were all listening to Sarah McLaughlin. Like I said, it's normal. also on my <laughs> channel. <laughs> Shannon, you've been practicing? That's looking good, man. <laughs> That's what my face looks like all week. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mandalorian Season 2 will arrive Woo! just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Like uh, Halloween's going to happen this year. Well, yeah. Oh, it is. It's already happened. We already started. September uh, 1st, Halloween. Yeah. No, not really? even that. Yo, I went uh, like I was, I saw a fucking spirit Halloween pop up. Oh, yeah. I saw, oh, oh, yep. I saw about one in Draper. House. Yeah, our house, September first, Halloween. It's the first of Halloween. It's a six. It's a sixty-one day holiday. That, you know what? This is uh, Spirit uh, Halloween Store's time. They're just like, we can have so many buildings right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Everything's out. Oh my God! Everybody went out of business. It's our time. Uh, let's see, October thirtieth is when it debuts <laughs> on the Disney Plus. And uh, we got Timothy Oliphant uh, is going to be in it, God and damn. Giancarlo ooh, Esposito, ooh. and you know, and your girlfriend, and my girlfriend. I'm in it. Ario Dawson. Yep. I actually have two cameos in the second season of Mandalorian, but you won't recognize me. It's because you're in a fat Greedo costume. Uh huh. So <laughs> look for that. Look for Lee. Oh, uh huh. Oh, I just gave away the secret. Sorry, Lee. You're like, look at that tall, fat Greedo. That must be Lee. <laughs> so you guys, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm doing something that's gonna kind of fuck with my kids' heads a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, I bought one of those life-size stuffed baby Yodas, right? Okay, yeah. And he's gonna be like constantly in the background of like when I'm teaching and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in December, I pre-ordered that animatronic one. Oh yeah. That looks almost the exact same, but all of a sudden it's just gonna start going. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see. It's gonna be funny. Don't understand why you kids aren't learning your fractions. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, last year, Chris Miller and Phil Lord uh, announced that they were working on interconnected series of TV shows using some of the uh, Spider-Man universe characters, right? Well, they have now announced that they are teaming up with apparently Amazon, and they're going to bring the first one to life and it's going to be based on silk. Cool. Uh, that's cool. Oh yeah. That's, that's uh, now for I'm for those awesome. who don't know, uh, Lauren uh, Lauren Moon, a writer on uh, Good Trouble and Atypical, is in talks to write the live action series centered on. Here's the here's the origin. Korean American teen Cindy Moon. Cindy was a classmate of Peter's who was also bitten by the same radioactive spider and developed similar superpowers, but was kept hidden away as part of a plan to stop interdimensional vampires who feasted on spider heroes from, well, eating her. Yep. Uh, so that will be that will be probably the show. And it's, She has I... a really weird superpower, too. I am not kidding. Whenever she and Peter are around each other, they have to fuck. Uh, I'm dead hell serious. yeah. Yeah, they've got this really weird spider chemistry. Like, like anim- they get, animal attraction kind of they thing. They get all worked up whenever... Mm. They're around each other. It's 
kind of more Jane. That's just well, they're 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 done, right? Haven't they been done for a while? Oh, is that still really... a thing? Usually, like best cover sets after a few months. Yeah, I think she fell off. All right. And oh, so... it's been so long since I've read Spider Man. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah no, I read the. Uh, if you read the, I read the. I liked the Spider Verse comics so much. The big Spider Verse warrior uh, with the vampires and all that shit. That I read mm-hmm. some of the stuff before that, and when she first can- comes out of. Uh, the imprisonment that she's in for 10 years. Uh, it's, it's just like she meets Peter and then the two of them come wa- stumbling out of a supply closet because they I'm couldn't stop each other. Wow. So yeah. I'm Spider all for pheromones. a dark haired woman wearing a mask uh, as <laughs> silk. Uh, yeah. And I, she webs that mask. She makes that is, with her webbing. She just goes. Yep. Oh, yep. Cool. That's cool. I am. Yep, uh, I am all in on that. All right. Great character. A lot of fun. So, so there you go. There's that. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Uh, it, uh, oh, uh, there's some, you know, that upheaval at DC Comics. All those people getting fired. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they have hired Daniel Cherry, who comes from the world of esports, Activision specifically. He is the new general manager of DC Comics. Huh. Newly created position. Uh, he is from video game uh, Act- Activision Blizzard, where he acted as chief marketing officer of its esports division. He's heading up business affairs, editorial, talent services, marketing, sales, brand, and direct to consumer for DC Comics. Uh, they say that this uh, frees up Jim Lee, who has been doing mm. all of that apparently, to uh, you know get back to what he does best, which is uh, creating. Yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting choice that they went with uh, a yeah, guy those, from esports. But you would um, we'll think see. that those have very much crossover, but uh, you know what the kids like these days? The kids these days they I like f- the esports. I feel like that was one of the motivating <laughs> yeah. factors for sure. They're hey, like, oh, esports hey, is big. They just, they just yeah, see this. Uh, bring them over. Just see this uh, stadium in Taipei that they sold out. All those kids are just playing esports. That's all they're doing. They're just playing Animal Crossing. It was a big <laughs> arena full of Animal Crossing fans. They're all working out. They're all getting magic berries. They're all having tea they're parties. They're all it's playing Pac-Man in there. It's the entire <laughs> the entire stadium full of esports. We need to do that, but with the Green Lanterns. It's a whole it's a whole thing, and it's but it's digital and. You you play it on a game. You don't Someone even stop read him. it. Someone I stop like, him. I like where this is going. Continue. So it's Green Lantern. But it's Gnort. It's Gnort. Because he's the only one that cares. Everybody likes that. Animal Crossing. Gnort style. He's a, a little dog. He's got a power <laughs> ring. Who are you? You just bring him. You bring him over to your island. He's going to be like, I need some snacks. But I got power or willpower. Uh, fill up a stadium. Now, I'm looking at this guy's, I'm looking at this guy's <laughs> resume. Before he worked at Activision, he was the chief marketing and innovation officer for the New Jersey Devils. NHL franchise. We're the devils! <laughs> he also held marketing and advertising roles at uh, Spirits Company uh, Diego. Oh, that's the place that owns all the Spirit Halloween stores. He worked for the New York, <laughs> the New York Cosmos, Anomaly in Whedon, plus Kennedy. Uh, he was named Ad Week's Gorilla Marketer of the Year in 2000. Interesting. Whoa. They meant right. primate so gorilla because he's they, actually a gorilla. They hired him for just like, see, like uh, director of everything at DC, or yeah, he's wow. the guy now. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, so I get these comic see. books, and we put them in an arena, and we make them fight. Green Lantern, <laughs> Green Lantern, Green Lantern. Uh, sorry, I got more Batman, Tony. No Green Lantern. Sorry. Boo, boo. Oh, I like Batman too. So. Uh, I thought we were a Marvel podcast. Uh, Marvel's we not d- doing we slowly anything. have shifted over. <laughs> Hey, it's DC's time. It's DC's time. It really is. Time. It's our time. Let our time. Let moment. Uh, John Ridley, who uh, wrote uh, the screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave, 
he's going to be writing a Batman comic miniseries coming up uh, for next year. Uh, and he he announced this uh, at the last DC Phantom, Legacy of the Bat panel. Uh, the series will focus on the family of Lucius Fox, the head of Wayne Enterprises. Oh, I remember this announcement. Uh, this is a family that has secrets, he says, has kept secrets from one another. It's a little bit different dynamic than the Batman we've always seen. Apparently, uh, DC's central comic book continuity, Lucius's, uh, Lucius Fox's son, Luke, has fought crime under the name Batwing, which is yeah. a uh, comic book storyline. He's... Uh... He's if you took Iron Man and Batman and mashed them together, that's what Batwing is. That's yeah. what he's, Batwing he's is. He's pretty cool. And and he that's actually had he, he had his own series for a while, didn't he, Tony? Um, if he did, I did not read it. But I'm just go? shocked that it's pronounced Lucius all this time. It's been Luscious Fox to me. It's a whole different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Luscious Fox. Luscious it's been Fox. Luscious Malfoy for me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, so pasty. Mm. But it is Luscious Jack. Just so you know. <laughs> Luscious Jackson. It is. It I is. love that band. Hasty. Uh, so anyway, there's that, and uh, I'll look forward to that. And then <laughs> this Army of the Dead thing, this uh, movie, it's being you know it's, it's Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Uh, it's they're apparently apparently pretty happy with it. You know he's putting it together right now, and they're so happy with it that they have ordered a prequel and an anime series. For... Wouldn't the prequel just be Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> uh, is, let me see what it says here. Uh, uh, the movie is Dave Bautista leads an international cast, follows a group of mercenaries who try to pull off the greatest heist ever in a zombie-infested Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm in. I'm there. Yep. Yeah, that's the movie. That's the that is no different um, than any trip to Vegas I've ever been on. <laughs> is, is, now, is this a movie that they cut, what's-his-face, Chris... Uh, D'Elia? Yeah, yeah they, they, they cut him out mm-hmm. of it, and they replaced him with Tig Notaro. I can which see is going to be same, awesome. Tig is going to be great. Like a radio host, right? It's, or something it, like that? Something like that. I, I'm yeah. not quite sure, but they said it was it was, it was was easy to cut him out and put her in. Uh, Shea Hatton, one of the screenwriters uh, for the screenplay for Dead, he will write the prequel as well as the anime series. Now, the prequel will be uh, directed by and star uh, the actor uh, Matthias Sch- I, I should really pre-read these. Schwieghofer. Yeah. Schwieghofer. That's Matthias a name. Schwieghofer. Get me uh, Schwieghofer. The story will follow his character Ludwig Dieter and be made in Germany. The anime series Army of the Dead Las Vegas will chronicle the origin story of Dave Bautista's character and his rescue crew during the initial fall of Las Vegas as mm. they uh, confront the zombies. So uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you got this, Carrie, but uh, I read that they are so confident in this movie they're actually going to release the Snyder cut first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, let's see. I couldn't. F- oh, oh, here we go. Oh, I'm going to save it. Oh, no, we'll do it now. Uh, the guy who created Thanos, Jim Starlin. He's a person. He's a person. Smiling. Created back, created Starlin. Thanos. Yes, yeah, smiling Jim Starlin. Created Thanos back in the seventies. Um, has unveiled a new supervillain, one who bears a striking resemblance to uh, Thanos. Orange Forty Five. Oh, <laughs> fuck out of here! The character is named King Plundo Tram. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna. I gotta oh, Google. 
<laughs> yeah, you got. I, I need to see what that is all about. He will appear in the pages uh, of his uh, Dread Star Returns, a crowdfunded graphic novel. It's now raised one hundred thirty-six thousand dollars, and marks uh, Jim Starlin's return to the Dread Star mythos for the first time in thirty years. They're bringing back Dread Star. Yeah. Um, he says, like most everybody else at the beginning, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. Not like most everybody. Yeah, hoping he would grow oh, into wow. the job, and he hasn't. Uh, then the Endgame ad arrived, uh, arrived, adding further impetus to the uh, to introduce Plundo Tram, an anagram of Donald Trump. Oh, Plundo, there it is. Plundo Tram, wow. <clears throat> two Ds. <laughs> Plundado. <laughs> Uh, he says, I actually went back and rewrote the script around those pages because King Plundo Tram wasn't quite as despicable as I wanted him to be. <laughs> this bad guy's I, not bad enough. <laughs> I went back and I got worse with it. Uh, he is donating He is donating all the money. <laughs> yes. There it is. You can see it there. He's dressed in purple. Look Holy up, fuck. Google, Google image that. Oh. It's so, it, yo, it's cringe. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Starlin is donating the money to the Democratic nominee Joe Biden's campaign and is supporting, oh! <laughs> and is supporting oh, candidates against Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Uh, <laughs> the creator did not appreciate the Trump campaign's endgame parody. It's why he's doing this. Because if, if you saw that video. Wait, uh, so Jim, so, wait, hold on, hold on. Jim Starlin's like, oh, fuck, he's putting babies in cages and... Mm-hmm. Oh, he's saying racists are okay, but oh, he's fucking with Endgame. <laughs> yeah, fucking on. Uh, he says uh, though the creator did not appreciate the Endgame parody early this year, he enjoyed the late show retooling a scene from the movie for its coverage of uh, the Democratic convention. He got a kick out of seeing Bernie Sanders' head on Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he says, uh, I think all gloves should be taken off at this point, and anything is fair game as far as the controversial drawings. So if you want to support that, I guess you just go to uh, the crowdfunder, look for uh, Jim Starlin, Plundo I just, I really am getting sick of all of this politics in <laughs> comics. God, can you believe this? <laughs> I mean, Jim Starlin, you, you had me. I was supporting you until now. I mean, when I was seven and I was buying comic books that you wrote. But now I'm done. You lost a supporter, well, sir. I'll tell you what. I <laughs> I, I got, uh, I was over to Jim Starlin uh, when he started doing that, uh, his fucking uh, anti-cancer propaganda in Captain Marvel. I'll say. Uh, you know. <laughs> Anti-cancer. How dare you? Fucking don't tell me how to feel about cancer. Right. I feel I how wanna... I want about cancer. Maybe yeah, some I'll people want to have cancer, okay? Yeah. If I want to expose myself to radioactive toxic waste, that's my choice. I just heard, I here's, what I, here's, what I, here's what I heard about cancer. <laughs> that it's just like the flu. <laughs> Except it, and it, uh, it's just like the flu, but a great weight loss program. <laughs> bro, bro, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. Listen here, I'll tell you all about cancer. Okay, first of all, first of all, cancer is it's it's not just a weight loss program. Okay, it's an idea. It was an idea that was thought up by Big Pharma, bro. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have any of you actually seen cancer? I mean, hey, you can't you see own, it. Do your own research. You'll I find. Read, I read it online. 
here's the thing, man. You get cancer, don't you get that uh, chemotherapy? Because they're just chipping you. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, putting 700 chips in you. Listen, you people that believe in cancer, you're dividing the country. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, don't, hey, you, you want to be a sheeple. You want to be a sheeple, man. Yeah. You, you you don't want to be that type of person. Maybe All I right. wanna maybe I wanna go. I should be able to go to Chernobyl, eat a fucking beet, if I want to. <laughs> if you want to. Them but beets. Yeah. That, uh, them I'm Chernob- a man. Them I'm a- ch- guys. Them Chernobyl beets. Oil. Them Chernobyl I'm- beets is seventeen times the size of regular beets. But, and they also beg you not to eat them. It's amazing. <laughs> Please don't eat me. Don't eat me, sir. Please do not eat me. Do not eat me, please. Lee? I have some essential oils that'll help you with your cancer. That's Mm. right. He can take care of it for you. Yeah. That's that's how you show big. Wait, hold on. That's how you show big pharma. Use essential oils. Lee, Mm -hmm. you didn't order those essential oils off the Amazon, did you? No, I got them from from my beet farmer buddy over there in Chernobyl's. Made from beets. Essential bead oil. Essential bead oil. All right. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. 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 Hastergames.com is the website, but you really ought to go and see them at 6831 South State Street. Now, of course, they have a mask policy, but if you want curbside service, they will do that as well. You buy your stuff at hastergames.com and call them when you get to the store, and they'll bring it right out to you. Easy peasy. I mean, binge-watching TV shows is great, but how much screen time can you take? Unplug and play a board game. Swing by Haster Games in Midvale, the best selection of board games, Magic, and Dungeons & Dragons. Here's what's new in September. Magic the Gathering Zendikar Rising comes out September 25th. At-home pre-release kits and boosters are now available for pre-order. Zendikar is back with a vengeance. And for Dungeons & Dragons, Icewind Dale is now available. Brave the Frozen North of Faerun in this Dungeons & Dragons adventure for characters level 1 through 12. Also from Game of the Year designer of Wingspan comes Mariposa. You play a guiding hand for monarch butterflies as they migrate from Mexico up through the east coast of the United States to Canada and back again in the span of four seasons. It's in stock now. Haster Games, locally owned and operated. They are located at 6831 South State. Haster has it. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we are back. Okay. Uh, I saved the big two the two big stories for the last. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I like, <laughs> big, I like big stories. So we all... I like... Well, Big stories, and I can't not lie. Yeah, just like that. So we all remember uh, Beastmaster, right? Oh God, yes. <laughs> With yeah. Mark Singer, yes. <laughs> the one where they killed that, where they killed that big cat by dying it black, and it had a toxic reaction and died. Oh <laughs> I no see way! Did that a happen? Big cat, yep. and I want wow. to paint it black. That's literally the opening number. Well, uh, is it Don <laughs> Coscarelli who wrote the screenplay? Uh, Wait, for the Beast original Mask. creator? Yeah. Oh, uh, God. He, he has revealed that he is planning a remake of Beastmaster. Oh, sweet Jesus, Lord uh, in heaven. He has reclaimed the copyright to his original screenplay, Ooh. 
But it also comes to light that apparently the original 1982 camera negatives are missing. So? Uh, it is... <laughs> Has anybody, has anybody uh, checked to see if Nick Cave, uh, Nick Nicholas Cage has them? He probably bought them. Uh, it is the 30th anniversary of the Beastmaster. And he says, I have good news and bad news for you. My Beastmaster co-writer Paul Pepperman and I have reclaimed the copyright to our screenplay. The Beastmaster remake anyone, he asks. Bad news. The Beastmaster is lost. Upon reclaiming oh. our copyright, we received devastating news. The original camera negative of Beastmaster has been lost. Actors, <laughs> artists, craftspeople, and technicians put years of effort in, you could fool me, into uh, production hey! of the film. <laughs> It appears to be gone. Especially depressing is that one of the late cinematographer John Alcott's final films. John Alcott was Kubrick's cameraman on Clockwork yeah. Orange. <laughs> that guy, it all went imagine, down from there. That, that guy going from Kubrick to, <laughs> to Beastmaster. Beastmaster. You and know, he was just like, he was sitting there on the set going, Oh, I'll tell you what, what it was. Fuck happened it was. It was. It was probably his uh, children that destroyed these negatives. It was his dying <laughs> no, wish. No, that it was not his children. It was Rip Torn who wanted no association with it and made sure that that it was destroyed. <laughs> but I knew it was the same cinematographer from that uh, that scene where the Beastmaster spying on Tanya Roberts while she's taking a bath in a oh. lake. I just knew. I knew from that scene alone that it had to be. You, you know, I probably guy. I've probably watched that movie like 70 times. Really? Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, of the scene with Tanya Roberts taking a bath well, in the lake. Well, part of it. it, it, it but um, it was, so I, I think I actually saw it in the theater. And then, of course you did. Course and you then, did. Uh, At the Redwood. It was, it was on HBO. Oh, all there you go. Repeat all the time. I so remember my if, favorite part of it was. I thought we already the, talked about the favorite part. Well, yeah, my, se- no. my, my second no. favorite part oh. was no, when, the, when the evil wizard was what? spying on him through that ring with the eyeball in it and he figured it out and he fucking stuck it with a stick. <laughs> so if you know where the negative is, if you know where the negative of this film is, he is asking fans and filmmakers and collectors to go to where is the beastmaster.com. <laughs> what have we here on the missing beastmaster nope. negative. So there was also under, there was also a TV series yeah, I found I, it. I remember it the terrible. TV series. That's toilet paper, Lee. It's worth about and the you, same. Did you see the sequel where they where they went to the 1980s? Yeah, of course I did. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Beastmaster that, through time. Anybody? That happened? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anything? Uh, of course I did. Yeah. That's so matter of fact. Like, what the fuck? Anything that Mark, that singer was in, hey. you know, I would watch. I was Shannon. At, I was Shannon. in it. What? Remember when Mark Singer was on Highlander? It was the Hillbilly Highlander? He oh, do I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, my favorite my favorite thing he ever did, he took a really like dramatic turn and he played a uh, he played a blind man. <laughs> and, and it was a movie <laughs> it was a movie called If You Could See What I Hear. No, that wasn't him. That was the that real was guy. Him. No, oh. it was Mark Singer, bud. If you could see what I hear, it was the real guy. Look nope. it up. I'm going to look it up right I'm now. I'm going to. All right. Okay. Well, while you're looking that up. Why are you so mad? I don't know. <laughs> um, while you're looking that up, uh, this is the other big news that we got this week. And again, I saved the good stories till the end. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is re-releasing Rocky IV. I, and I do not agree with his well, choices. He, he made the announcement Sunday via his Instagram. He's putting together a director's cut 
of the oh, movie because he, he directed that one. Uh, but the he, negative is missing. He wrote <laughs> for the thirty. <laughs> he says for the thirty fifth anniversary, Rocky Four is getting a new director's cut by me. So far, it looks great. Now, one fan asked him if the recut was going to explore the relationship between Paulie and his robot. <laughs> Stallone, Stallone responded that the robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot. Another fan begged for the robot. To to which please, re- Stallone please. responded, "I don't like that robot anymore. <laughs> I don't like that robot no more." <laughs> okay, Carrie. So look for your robot free. Carrie, uh, yes. If you could see what I hear, mm-hmm. cast starring as the lead character, starring as the lead character, Tom Sullivan, yeah. the goody, the guy that could hear. Mr. Mark Singer. It was Mark Singer. <laughs> well, Tom so Rocky Sullivan Four? is the guy it's based on. All right. Right. So Rocky Four, yeah. Yeah. You can't see me. <laughs> we can damn sure hear you. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see what I hear. <laughs> so there we go. I love uh, you, what, man. What, what are you guys, I, uh, what are you guys I, watching this week? If you want, I can review Tenet and my movie experience. Hell yeah. Uh, Rebecca saw Tenet too, didn't she? Yes. No. Nope. No, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> okay. we, we've the got only two, one. We got two movie reviews, right? Can we do yeah, Apocalypse Rebe- War? Rebecca's going to review uh, Mulan, right? I, oh, will, yeah. Real I quick, Mulan. Don't pay $30 for it. I disagree. What? Fight, yeah. fight, fight. <laughs> I'm not going to fight with her. I just disagree. Okay. There you go. We can, we're allowed to do that. I quite I remember when we the... used to make our film critics fight each other when they disagreed. <laughs> Here's my well, to the death. We saw what happened there. Uh, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny, Rebecca. <laughs> We're all laughing. Here's my only complaint with Mulan, and uh, it was it was difficult no as dragon. hell. Well, there was that. It was difficult yeah, as what? hell because I just had a basic Disney Plus subscription. That's all I had. Well, it turns out in order to get Mulan, you first have to get what's called premium access. A and, premium. I, yeah. and so I go to my Disney Plus because I have it on my Xbox on my big screen down here. And there's nowhere there that says, here's how you do it. So I had to Google. And after that, I went, okay, well, maybe I need to sign up for that bundle, the Hulu and ESPN bundle. Maybe that's what I need to do. So I signed up for that. No, well, that's not premium access. Oh, well, but they got your money now. They got well, my money now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what a big sports fan I am. This is going to come in. I was going to say, Carrie, now you can watch cockfighting because I think that's all they're showing right now. Probably. So there was that. So then I found out I have to get premium access. All right, then. I did that. I did that so on I, Pornhub. So I, so I go to my app <laughs> you pay that's, that? on, that's on my Xbox, and it's not updated. So I had to delete the app on the Xbox, reload it, oh. add it back, and then I was able to watch Mulan. But that being said, I thought it was beautiful, and uh, it was uh, it was great. Jet Li is in it. I didn't recognize okay. him. The movie, he, it's beautiful. It's yeah. so pretty. The, it, it's choreographed very well, and it's yeah. just, it's, it looks beautiful. It's very hollow. The uh, the comments that I saw online, which I want to address just really quick, were, uh, uh, yeah, like she'd be able to climb up a wall like that. Bucky, and I'm like, did you watch? But the, the bad guys can. Movie? But mean, the bad guys on. can. 
And I'm like, wait a second, hang on. You know, they gave an Oscar for that shit in Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah, Dragon. Okay? Right, exactly, right. So shut exactly. the fuck up. That's a Chinese cinema thing. Shut the fuck up. But the secondly, bad guys can do it. Secondly is, yeah, talking about how her chi is her power and everything. That's like a ripoff of Star Wars. <gasps> that one got me so mad. Excuse me. <laughs> Star Wars wait. is a ripoff of Chinese <laughs> oh, culture. I'm sorry. Exactly. No, Chinese wait. and Japanese culture. What? Star You're Wars. No, your someone had the... in that you know nothing about Asian yeah. culture. <laughs> or so, Star Wars. Someone really said this shit? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Star so, Wars did it first. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got my PH I got my PhD in Star Wars and that's like that's Star yeah. Wars 101 is yeah, this exactly. is Eastern mythology brought through a western lens and exactly. space wizards. You Fuck. dunk. <laughs> Fucking Iron Fist did it before fucking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, and wider. So yeah. there was that. But to see to see Donnie Yen in action, to see Jet Li in action, and to see uh, this this uh, this girl who's playing Mulan, she's just incredible. I thought, and uh, apparently she's a great singer too. And uh, I oh, they should have had songs in it. Uh, they, they did a song at the end from the cartoon. I'm not familiar Reflection. enough with the cartoon. Reflection. Then, so thank you. You don't have the soundtrack memorized. Wait a minute. There's no Donny Osmond singing in this one. No, no sorry. I'm out. There's not even a, a hair slice with the but, with the sword. But or again, just my wiping your makeup off with a sleeve in one go. My my reason again for supporting this movie, and I I found it to be a nice experience. Uh, my wife and I watched it. Um, is is for two reasons. One is that uh, I, I want my nieces to see it because these are these are little you know. Korean Chinese kids, little girls who, you know, I, I want them to see a, a sure. strong kick-ass lead uh, woman there. Someone that looks like them up on the screen. And secondly is that I, I want them to release Black Widow this way. I really do. And so I, I'm like, Disney, take my money. Now give me Black Widow, please. I just, yeah. they can't really, my thing about, they can't release Black Widow this way because they have such a, they have put a ton of at least this is me just conspiracy mm -hmm. theorizing all around. <laughs> but like they've put so much effort into how Black Widow ties into the MCU as a whole and how it ties into the upcoming TV shows. Because like, when the fuck are those coming out? Who knows? They don't know mm -hmm. until Black Widow comes out. And that's my crazy take on things. <laughs> I wonder, so anyway. does anybody know how Bill and Ted did last week? It uh, won uh, the box office last week. I had the numbers. Um, it because took in, I it took in seven that... million at the box office. I, I, um, but how about home sales? That Does I don't that know. Yet. Yeah, because I mean, I I put down my twenty five bucks, no no questions asked, and actually thoroughly fucking loved the movie. Uh, okay, so that's what that's what I was gonna say. That was gonna be what I'm watching. So on Fandango, they had a thing where, what it's called Fandango now, where you could buy all three of the movies for $34. Mm. Nice. So it's just like an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. And I, I I'll just tell you um this is how much I liked or I'm I, I flat out loved Bill and Ted. Uh Face the Music. I've watched it twice in a week. Wow. Damn. I watched it last Same. I watched it last Sunday. Same. And then I watched it last night with Egg. I'm like you got to watch it. And you guys, it was you know how like a lot of times when they'll like do it like okay, here's a new one of these and it's you're just kind of like yeah you know what i mean what are we yeah. like yeah um <laughs> the great thing about this one is it it was a fucking bill and ted movie now granted Damn it, I, there's so many ads sorry I'm so sorry. but um like i it's target audience i loved the bill and ted movies growing up same mm -hmm. 
the first and the second one. I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> and uh, I read the comic book that Marvel put out. You know, I watched the animated movie. series. Yeah. And the animated series, and I had toys. Yeah. Um, but I loved it that <laughs> Bill. They were still the same Bill and Ted. They were aged, but they hadn't grown up <laughs> at all, right? Gotcha. And so, Carrie, I hate to well actually you. What? So I think you're thinking New Mutants because New Mutants made seven million in theaters. Oh, did I get the numbers mixed up? Bill and Ted in theaters only made $1.07 million. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Mostly from drive-ins. But I can't find any numbers about what yeah. it's made in from the, at home. In the article I read at $1.07 million, it outperformed what they were expecting even at $1.07. Right. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Um, and so, uh, but, one, of the, one of the big takes was a drive-in here, apparently, that was playing Bill and Ted. That was one oh, of the sure. big. And, like, it, it was just so funny. It's, like, such a – it was just, like, it was the movie I needed – Right, because mm. it was just like so hopeful and just and charming sweet. And, and sweet. sweet. Right? Yeah, I, I was. Didn't... You know, I'm a robot, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't get emotional about anything. I have had. I have had friends die that I don't shed a tear over because I'm a fucking heartless machine. Bill and Ted, halfway through, I'm tearing up because it's so sincere and so sweet. The daughters were killing are great. me. Great. So, like, holy they have... shit. They have like daughters that are basically the same age as Billy and Thea. Billy and Thea, <laughs> of course. Bill, Bill named his daughter Thea, and Ted <laughs> named his daughter Billy. I love it. And, and um, and they're well, them. for one, I think they're, they're geniuses. The, the 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 actors that they hired to play the daughters are doing the absolute best Bill and Ted impersonations. <laughs> but what kills me is there's a scene, and it's the biggest. It's the biggest, like, they don't even play it for laughs. They don't play it for anything. They're hanging out with Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and he's speaking full-on 1700s German at them, and they're going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're responding like <laughs> Bill and Ted, but the joke here is that they actually understand Wolfgang they're super Amadeus smart. Mozart. <laughs> so, That's and, and the guy... I mean, God, there's there's bits with Jimi Hendrix, with Louis Armstrong, with uh, and the guys that they have, kid, that they get kid, in, and Kid Cody, <laughs> Kid Cody, who happens to be an expert on interdimensional, multi-dimensional time. Yeah, it's well, amazing. It, it's Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. Oh, sorry, Kid Cuddy. <laughs> well, oh, Jesus, we're old no, white dudes. Thank we don't you, know. I know, but like, I just, I'm try I love you guys, and I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. But just for the scene where, uh, Bill and Ted. And the princesses, same actresses, their wives, uh -huh. go to... Uh, they're, um, they're the third people to play the princesses. Oh, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they look the same. They go, to, uh, they go to couples counseling. And Bill and Ted are confused because they all show up at the same time. <laughs> and oh, the lady's okay. like, do you understand what couples therapy is? He goes, yeah, yeah, dude. We're a couple of couples. <laughs> Uh, you'll you'll this also love so, it because yeah, it the, sounds like it is straight. Like, did not miss a beat from the right. no, first but it's it's one. more. It's actually feels I because I didn't really care for the second movie too much. I was actually really upset with the second movie. One because I was in my early twenties and hypercritical. There's no yeah. way in hell that that was the greatest song ever written that united the human race. And that's a fucking running gag throughout the third movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice! Is that yeah. that was not the song that united no, the human I mean, race? Like, it was it was like number one. 
Yeah. And then it immediately dropped to like number yeah. 75. And uh, so uh, Anthony Corrigan plays the bad guy in this. So if you like your Victor Zaz from Gotham and uh, oh, yeah. the guy from in Barry, he's so fucking funny. But the bad guys in this movie are actually Bill and Ted. Yeah. Like those are the guys that are trying to stop them every time they time travel. It's Bill and Ted fucking them up okay and it's 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 great so and, and that and that guy I, from uh that guy from barry he plays a killer robot yeah that uh that gets all sensitive at the end <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I loved it i had a good time and, with and, it. and uh william sadler's back is death and uh he's all mad at them because they, they he feels like they broke up the band well, it's that's, just fuck that's a that's a newspaper article at the end of the second movie that they oh, yeah, kicked yeah. him out of the band. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anybody else consuming anything? Yeah. 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 Uh, let me, let me talk about Tenet. He's dying. Um, He's been dying to talk oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. So I love Christopher Nolan movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Lee. The, uh, <laughs> give him a I budget. Loved... Give him a budget. <laughs> Nobody gets bigger budgets than Christopher Nolan. Sorry. That's for sure. Sarcastic Vulcan <laughs> salute. <laughs> <laughs> don't want me to live long and prosper i'm hurt um so you know inception um the prestige uh memento i liked the batman trilogy uh loved the dark knight loved inception and then tenet which has all of the trappings of an awesome christopher nolan movie huge set pieces trippy concept of uh shitty sound design time travel um i give it one star wow one star that's harsh harsh, tony it one uh, out of one 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 out of a million one out of four or whatever uh the problem that tenet has is nolan out nolan himself um so he's always had somewhat of a bad taste in in uh audio for his uh what do you call it uh his sound mixing no see see here's the thing it's is a lot of his movies have people with masks in them and you can go online and see there's graphs people have made of how many movies of his have people talking in masks you got bane you got tom hardy again as the pilot in uh uh dunkirk which was a great movie yeah and uh things like that and so there's once again a lot of scenes with people wearing masks but he did it even worse this time. I didn't really have an issue understanding people in his other movies that much, but I could see where people's complaints were. This time, I I probably missed half the dialogue of of this wow. movie. And th- there was even scenes where there were no masks involved and I still couldn't understand what the person was saying. Well, there's an argument for my anti-mask stance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand so, a well, ding-dang word y'all are saying. So no, that I, was that was a problem. Well, other... now, I, re- I remember when he released Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I, f- I saw it on opening day, and I couldn't understand Bane for the life of me. And then they fixed the mix. Mm-hmm. And, and they it sounded clear. a lot better, yeah. So I wonder if he'll do that here, because well, I'm reading an, a lot of complaints that, that apparent, you... Apparently, he's already responded to those complaints and said he's not going to do it. Because, <laughs> he thinks because people... I'm Christopher Nolan! Basically, yeah, he says... He says, people get enough of the feeling of the movie that they don't need the dialogue. What? Dialogue is, uh, like, a good chunk I mean, of it's a like, movie. It's like he's taking that old saying, show, don't tell, way mm. too far. Way, way oh too far. God. What and was your so, other problem with it? Well, my other problem with it is the damn thing just didn't make sense. And, <laughs> <laughs> Dad. And 
Let me tell you, I've... I couldn't understand it. Didn't make sense. No, I've understood all of his other movies to the point where, you know... <laughs> Thank you, Hans Zimmer. I, I've understood them to the, at least to the point where I enjoyed it. But literally, th- this one literally did not make any sense. I, I have to watch it probably another three or four times to get the the, you know whole aspect of what they're trying to do here and and how they're trying to explain it it has you know (laughs) yeah thank you it has it has to do with uh time travel you've seen in all the previews Mm -hmm. and and i love time travel stories this is poop it's it's (laughs) it's trash so so where are we gonna start the bets that he's gonna pull a george lucas and start telling people it was a tone poem and they just didn't understand it i wouldn't be surprised at all because (sighs) so wait hold on you can't understand what the people are saying half of the time Mm. and then you can't understand what the movie's trying to do and yeah i i don't want to give away spoilers and stuff in case people actually go see it so i'm not going to but it's uh, and it, it hurts me because i've been looking forward to this movie for Two years. Yeah, I remember. And I, ri- I risked my life. I mean, I say it, uh, you know, sarcastically, but I went out to the theater with my wife, and we, you know, paid money to see it during the pandemic. Which I got to say, uh, Cinemark, uh, the second week of being open, still doing a great job. Um, everything looked really clean. Everything felt clean. The seats were, you know, you had the two seat buffer on each side. Um, but it did seem a little bit post apocalyptic. Uh, because there's no candy. There's like hardly any candy on the shelves. There's no drinks in the refrigerator. What kind um, of outdated merch did you have? There was no merch at this one. Mm. Um, th- there was only one popcorn machine working. Like it was, it felt weird. And there was probably 12 people in our in our screening. And that's why theaters are going to go out of business. I, I, mm. I guarantee they did not operate that at, that showing at a no, profit. They're not making money. No, they're, they're not, not making, making money. money. But so so hopefully. You know, I don't know. It, something's got to. Obviously, we need a vaccine to to keep this industry going. But anyway, it, well, I plum, I would Plundo Tram will have that yeah, vaccine right? for you Plundo just tram. in time for the election. That's I, what I'm going to call it from now on. I give my experience at Cinemark uh, gets four stars. It was it was fine. It was but the you movie know, not. Huh? But the movie gets one star. Oh, and it, it's just. I'm Damn. sad. I this is the first time I've left a, a movie actually angry. Really? Like I'm a super happy go lucky moviegoer. I I walked out of Green Lantern thinking it was awesome at the time. And you did. I did. Like and Jimmy or like I did wait, too. like Jimmy Transformers four angry? I was pissed. Like, did you throw did you throw up? I didn't I didn't throw up, but I was okay. I was I'm angry. so angry I could throw well, up. But so today guys, I'm just you... today I'm just sad. Uh, just just an observation. This week, two big budget time travel movies came out. Yeah. One was Bill and Ted. And it was better than the Christopher Nolan And the other Nolan one was one. a Christopher Nolan one. Hysterical. And so, Bill and I, Ted was the better movie. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, Christopher observation. Christopher Nolan needs someone to rein him in and mm-hmm. and, and point out his so, his faults on, yeah. on his edits and things like that because... Yeah, uh, with the, the the amount of freedom and money that studios are giving him right now, he's just I don't I don't know what he's doing. So what's what's he doing? It's I'm, I'm telling you right now, and Carrie will probably under you'll understand this. Uh, Lee, you'll understand this. He's David Lynching. He's David Lynching. He's Judd Apatowing. He, he needs somebody to raise. He needs a J.J. Abramsing. Yeah, Zack Snydering. Yeah. 
because I'll, if somebody if somebody had actually I honestly believe the components of the most amazing Star Wars movie ever are in episode 9. Right. And if somebody had actually sat down with JJ Abrams and said, "You know what? We actually just went and watched that second Star Trek movie you did. You need a babysitter. You or, need somebody to stop oh, you from and, your And you know who it should be? They always the babysitter on any Star Wars. Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah, I mean we we no. we're solid but behind Filoni right now. I, and let's go ahead Tony, and say, uh, Tony, I have a question about well, this movie. Let me let me let me say one more thing before you, before you, I answer. No questions yet, please. Um, <laughs> Hold your questions. <laughs> it's it's definitely like there was a really cool concept and movie buried underneath all of these mm. poor choices. All the crap. Mm. All the crap. And and I can see it, but it just was. It just—it's like someone dared Christopher Nolan to just tell a story without actually telling a story, and, mm. and that's what it—that's what it felt. Is like. it the equivalent of the Ernest Hemingway or whatever? Like, write the saddest, shortest story. Yeah, that's—I <laughs> mean, that's what it felt like. It was like, can can you uh, tell a tell a time travel story, but you can only tell twenty percent of the whole story in this movie, and there won't ever be a sequel. And also uh, make it so we can't understand half of the dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When does uh, when does David Tennant show up? Uh, he's he's not actually in it, even though. Oh, wait, oh. Hold on, zero stars. Wait, hold zero on. stars. It's not a biopic. No, no, and you know it's I actually, thought that's what it was. It's actually not spelled the same either. You guys really need to pay attention. Yeah. What? Um. Then how come everyone's saying <laughs> hey. it like Tennant? Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't know I, any better. I, I, Bro. I, it's been a long time since I've seen words. Like six months. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I actually met a kid this week that's been so long since she had to spell her name that she couldn't remember. Oh no! Wow! God! Wow! Damn! Uh, Anybody else consuming anything before we go? Rebecca, Uh, I played a VR game called Vader Immortal, and I one thousand percent insist you guys figure out a way to play it (laughs) because. You will cry. You'll cry. You'll cry. I was in Star Wars. I was in I Star won't Wars. I won't cry. I won't cry. Lee, Lee, you won't cry. You? He's Lee already won't cry. tear. He's already tearing up. Vader's gonna. <laughs> Vader's gonna. You're gonna get locked up in a cell, and Vader is gonna. And you just see a silhouette, and you're gonna go, "Oh fuck!" and piss yourself. Have you been reading my sex journal? <laughs> no, but the guys who made this wait, wait, video wait. game did. Well, you have a written, yes. written by David S. Goyer, you guys. Uh, it's so. I can't tell you how much I love this video game because it's just enough interaction. Because I'm a doy doy when it comes to video games. It's just enough interaction, and the rest of it is you're living in a Star Wars movie. That's that, so okay, I'm there. Okay. Right. And I'll cry. You'll well, cry. I was the same way though, Lee. When, when we went down to Disney World and we did that uh, Star Wars VR experience, and and I didn't know that Vader was going to show up, and then he shows up at the he shows up at the end, and you yeah. shoot at him, and he deflects with his lightsaber. He deflects the bolts that you're shooting. Yeah. I I came out of that. I was teared up because I was in a Star Wars. So were you? Was, were you well, like right? Carrie, were well, you like this is a good day to die? Exactly. <laughs> I've, I've reached my peak. Which which is why I... Like that you know, moment in Last Samurai. <laughs> I know that I'm not going to be able to hold my shit together when I go to Star Wars land eventually. I just know it's, it. I'm going to lose my well, fucking I'll be shit. there with you. Um, I mean, I want, I'm not going there with you, but I'll be there with you. You'll um, get can, there and you'll know it's me. He's yeah. going to be there in his fat Greedo. Yeah, that's what he's yeah. talking about. 
Um, I, I would just like to give people a heads up. This Thursday is a very important day in sports. It is the season finale, the championship. Oh, yes. On the greatest extreme mini golf show of all time. <laughs> Holy moly. Holy moly. Where, where our finalists compete on Stephen Curry's tomb of Nefertiti. Yes. I love this. <laughs> I love how just in this you are. I'm, I'm oh. so proud. I'm so proud of you. The best episode of Holy Moly ever was this last Thursday. If you've ever watched Holy Moly and like we're like, ah, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, watch this last week's. I think you can okay. find it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Me and uh, I was watching it over at Jen's house. Me and Egg are texting back and forth going, <laughs> this is fucking great. Oh boy, Rob Riggle. Well, anyway. and they they finally figured out that the stars of the show need to be Rob Riggle and that other guy. And, and his just, straight man. And, yeah. and that just other fucking guy. around. Yeah, just and, fucking and, around. And John Lovitz. And yeah, and John Lovitz. Give Long, those guys more to do. We don't, you know. Long John Lovitz. Yes. That was a treat to see like when I first when we first started watching it and I was like, I go, Well shit, it's John Lovitz and, and I, I just love that he makes fun he's of himself. Pi- he's a pirate. It's time to walk the plank. <laughs> so it's John Lovitz playing John Lovitz. playing John Lovitz. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. dressed as a pirate. Trying. It's perfect. Yeah, he's not even trying. He. It's like I need money. Yeah, he, no, he, no, they replaced the robot from last season uh-huh. with John Lovitz, yep. and the first person that wins, he takes a chip for him, and he's got one eye patch on, and the person that doesn't win, he has to wear. He wears two eye patches, <laughs> and. Acting! Brilliant! Let's go! <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else before we wrap this up? Uh, yeah, like really, I've. I mean, we're gonna talk about it on the on the on the Patreon. But Lovecraft Country, Ooh. I've just been consuming that. Started so the uh, started watching the boys. Uh, this is a good weekend, Labor Day weekend, as we say this. Uh, it's just great. I've been a lot of good Tokyo stuff Ghost right again. I'm still trying to figure out how to do an Animal Crossing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But Jay, I'm, I need I'm, to be your friend. Yeah, that I'm, I'm that game, basically, you start playing, and just like after about four or five hours, it just you understand it intuitively, and oh, it's just like, oh, it, I know man. what to you do now. Get it. But you just got to play. Yeah, uh, I just got to play. I just got to keep playing, and I'm also terrible at. But I, uh, I do want to know what is the sex journal, and how do I start this? Hey, well, unrelated. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would talk about Animal Crossing. Did you get your Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Animal Crossing yard? I don't like politics and games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got to send out a plea to everyone. Me and Jen decided we want to get a Switch. So, and they're mm, sold out everywhere. Animal Crossing. So, like, if, if uh, anybody sees an available Switch, shoot me a message on uh, Facebook. Yo, so hey, actually, um, I got you. Because there's one War. thing that they love to do with Nintendo Switches is send them to military bases. So, uh-huh. yeah, I got you. Yeah, we'll talk. All right. There you we'll go. talk, baby. Uh, anything else before we go? Geek show, Animal Crossing. Geek show, Animal Crossing. Is that a, is that a real animal? <laughs> that's yeah, that's a cat. She oh, okay. three legs. That's oh. cool. And now I have another I, ringtone. Was, was, the fourth one, <laughs> was the fourth one delicious? <laughs> yeah, she didn't pay Jesus. her gambling debts. It was unlucky for the cat, but lucky for Rebecca. <laughs> She's like, never mind. I almost just said something so bad. Never mind. Yeah. I tell her every time, like, you act up again, I'm taking another one. 
And that's why you no, and that's why you don't play alive with Rebecca Frost. That's right. This uh, this episode we pissed off some people. We talked cancer, we talked cats, and we talked about politics in the video games mm-hmm. and I woke comics. up cranky and I spent most of my day in the comment section of a news article, so I'm sorry. Mm, I brought this on us. You guys like I needed this today. Like I woke up pissed and then I had all these technical issues like we were trying to get ready. Mm-hmm. And because f- fucking <laughs> Marty, Marty, the Marty. IT guy stole my fucking computer. Marty. Here's oh, what we should Marty. do. Here's what we but should I do. was going to say, I'm so glad that we do this because I know like people, we get uh, messages from people all the time that are like, during all this, it, it um, it's like, it helps me out on Monday to feel a little better about stuff. And I just hope everybody, and I hope you guys know, I, I usually leave here by the end, like by the end of this. And I'm like, I feel a lot better. I think, you know, today's okay. Same, today's an okay same. day. Well, yeah. Let's just put it, let's just put it this way. All we've ever wanted to do is entertain the nice people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, dude. Party on and eat more ham, dudes. <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Sorry. Amen. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> you and couldn't wait. <laughs> I couldn't get it. Couldn't wait. It was going to come out either way. It was beautiful. <laughs> Am I getting paid for this? <laughs> <laughs>